This episode of Industry Focus is brought to you by Sure Payroll. If you're a small business owner, you know payroll and payroll taxes can be a headache. Well, Sure Payroll has changed that by simplifying payroll services with just three easy steps entirely online. To learn more, visit surepayroll.com forward slash fool to get a free quote. Welcome to Industry Focus, the podcast that dives into a different sector of the stock market every day. Today is Thursday, December 15th, 2016, so we're talking about energy, materials, and industrials. I am your host, Sean O'Reilly, and I am joined in studio by the incomparable, the devilishly handsome, Mr. Taylor Muckerman. How's it going? Keep it coming. I, I, I mostly said oh, that because of your sweater. You oh, look, thanks. You, you look stylish, but you, you kind of had to wear it because of this wind, right? Yeah, yeah. I hate to talk Blustery. about the weather, but my walk over here was terrible. Yeah, what was it, like three minutes outside? It was seven. Seven, okay. Yeah, yeah no. that's fair. I'll give you that. It was unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, lot, uh, this is going to be an ExxonMobil-focused episode, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, they're in the news... Uh, if you follow energy, folks, we have no choice for multiple reasons. Um, but uh, real quick, we got to talk about OPEC roping in non-OPEC producers like yep. Mexico and Russia to cut production. Mm-hmm. Um, walk us through it. Yeah, so I guess over the weekend, um, energy markets got a boost by Russia, and like you said, I think it was up to eleven other non-OPEC producers agreeing to cut back on um, on production. But again, we're talking about countries that, like Russia, were producing at all-time highs or multi-decade highs, cutting back. So, they're, they're, cu- they're cutting from a position of strength. And when you look at Mexico, they're not really cutting. They're just not going to start try to produce anymore. They're just going to let this, the natural decline is, is, cut into production. Is the tail here with the OPEC cut not actually a cut? It's more like a simmer down? Yeah, like basically. Simmer down. Yeah. <laughs> and, but then you also look at... Um, I read a funny quote from, uh, I talked about it on Monday on Market Foolery, but um, the former head of um, Saudi Arabia, the former oil minister or whatever, um, basically said, we'd like to cheat. As, talking we about OPEC. Cheat. Yeah. Talking about OPEC countries, because they self-report all this. And so, yeah. do, will what, they what, or won't they what, actually- what Saudi Arabia's going to walk on over to oh, these countries and check yeah, out exactly. what, how much oil they're producing? Like, they're, not, they're not really going to have like a foreign- Inspector there right. at every single oil derrick in these countries, um, and and when you look at the statistics when they have announced cuts in the past, they haven't actually cut as yeah, much as they what state. Was, there was some statistic. It was like historically, every time OPEC cuts, it actually winds up being in reality like sixty to eighty percent. I'm yeah, totally, I think it was like the average was like a sixty yeah. percent of the way there. So hilarious. <laughs> what they say they bring off almost uh, one and a half million barrels a day of yeah. capacity. So take sixty percent of that, and you're not quite there. Even even if one point five million barrels a day. Isn't right. all that meaningful? You're you're gonna take even less off. Hilarious. Um. Yeah. The oil prices popped on Monday, but they're not doing so hot today. They so. did. They popped on Monday, and and they're back down below fifty dollars a barrel today. Um, on WTI, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And not, well, yeah. because you look at it from the aspect of 
holy crap, America has ridiculous inventories. So we just we just oh, found yeah. that out this week. Um, holy crap, the dollar is strengthening like crazy thanks to the rate hikes. I'm going to Europe. And oil is sold on a dollar denominated basis. So if the dollar strengthens, that's people bad. can't buy as much oil globally. Um, so then demand goes down. So you're seeing economics right. come back into play rather than just um, I don't know what you would call that uh, cartelonomics or right. whatever. Cartelonomics, yeah. God, or lack of economics. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, moving on, um, Donald Trump made a interesting pick for his uh, administration. A couple, but we'll get we'll get into the biggest one first. Rex Tillerson, the CEO of ExxonMobil, for Secretary of State. Like this is the job that Thomas Jefferson had under George Washington. It's what Rex Tillerson. Well, history. Like, this is yeah. <laughs> I'm good at that. I don't know. I'm sorry. That's okay. Do you, do you not appreciate the history? No, that's of our great. Oh, okay, I was yeah. I was excited. That's why oh I yeah, like dropped bombs, dropping bombs. Yeah, yeah. knowledge bomb. Um, but seriously, wh- okay, why is this being done? Were you surprised? Was it humorous? I think <laughs> everybody was surprised. Um, I. I why did he take the job? Like, what's is well, he okay. bored? Like- well, he's not bored at the moment, but he did announce that he was retiring in March of 2017. That's been known. Okay. So he's out of a job in a few months. Why not become the Secretary of State for four Why years? Why not? And um, this was interesting. I didn't realize this until I had started doing some reading on t- on the on the subject. But um, you can't be CEO of Exxon beyond the age of 65. You're- it's mandatory retirement. That seems a little like old school and draconian. Correct old me. school, yeah, no doubt. Like I've, I haven't ever seen a mandatory retirement age um, other than I mean, heck, Buffett's the Supreme 80, Court, right? Eighty-four. He's eighty-four. He's born in thirty-two. Yeah, and he's still rocking. Uh, so yeah, he was done in can March. Can you imagine Berkshire Hathaway today? Yeah. Had Buffett. Well, Buffett would never retire. do that because he'd I be know, forcing but, himself to oh retire by still installing a mandatory retirement age. So. I. Listeners, I don't, if you're just listening on your phones and you're just the audio, I have a look of sincere shock on my yeah, face. Like, I did too. I read that and I was uh, like, never seen it before. But so regardless, right. um, he he was out of a job. And uh, but if you look at what Exxon has done Under since tenure. he was uh, CEO and even before, because this is the only company he's ever worked for. He oh, was wow. with Exxon before merged with Exxon with Mobile and became what we know it today as. Um, and he's he's a deal maker around the globe. So yeah. that's that's pretty much why I think he was selected. If Exxon produces oil in every continent except Antarctica, I think, mm-hmm. and has offices or has cut deals in every major country around the world, and he's been a big part of that. So a lot of people are in uproar. It's like, oh, they're picking him because he's got ties to Russia and Putin and all this well, stuff. Well, sure, he and- does because Exxon has a pretty significant amount of their business, or future business, I should say, in Russia, but it's right. being frozen right now well, due to I, sanctions. I liked the rebuttal. Um, obviously, we're not political here. I'm just saying. Um, I was reading yesterday that uh, Henry Kissinger, the Secretary of State under uh, uh, Nixon, mm-hmm. um, he was saying that the it, it's ridiculous. He he would be useless to Exxon Mobil were he not good at dealing with Russia and making oil deals and stuff. So interesting. Completely irrelevant. I mean, I don't know how long they've been dealing with Russia, but I'm pretty sure he hasn't spent his whole career dealing with Russia. Well, no, certainly not. So, I mean, he's got he's he's obviously been successful outside of Siberia, right? In Soviet Russia, oil drills for you. Yeah, but, I mean, he has been he he did say that climate change is a serious is serious and warrants thoughtful action. So he's not right. He's not a climate change denier, um, but obviously, you would imagine. 
push come to shove, he's going to have the fossil fuel industries back. Right. Well, at the end, of, I yeah. So yeah. I mean, it, it's not a bad thing for the fossil fuel industry that he's Secretary of State. Right. It's an asymmetric to the good side. Right. Bet that. Well, he got endorsed to... by Condoleezza Rice, I think. Oh, like, did he? he yeah. Got, yeah he got a number of very decent yeah, endorsements. Yeah. So anyway. I guess she was too happy teaching at Stanford to yeah, come right. out of retirement. What 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 is going on here? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, before we move on, I wanted to give a shout out to Sure Payroll. This episode of Motley Fool's Industry Focus is brought to you by Sure Payroll. If you are a small business owner, you know payroll can be a headache. Did you know that small businesses pay hefty fines on a yearly basis due to payroll oversights? Well, now you can protect your business and remove the payroll tax complications with Sure Payroll. Sure Payroll was started in 2000 as the first company to offer an entirely online payroll solution. Sure Payroll is simple and can be used on any device with just three easy steps. One, enter your employees' work hours and salaries. Two, preview the taxes being deducted. Three, approve payroll. And you're done. Sure Payroll will automatically file and pay your federal, state, and local taxes. They make it easy and affordable to manage your small business payroll online so you can focus on your business instead of worrying about late fees and fines. Their customers include a range of business types such as dental offices, insurance agents, restaurants, barbershops, charitable foundations, tech startups, and more. In fact, when they were just a small company, Twitter was one of their clients. They have an a rating from the Better Business Bureau, and as a thought leader in the small business and entrepreneurial space, they've recently been featured in USA Today, Fox Business, TechCrunch, CNN Money, and Entrepreneur. Just go to surepayroll.com forward slash fool and fill out a free quote form. That's surepayroll.com forward slash fool. We thank Sure Payroll for their support. So, Mr. Muckerman, uh, we got a pivot from uh, Rex Tillerson. Former yes. now now former CEO. Now former of C- well, I guess January first. Okay, effect. yeah. Um, well, Trump doesn't get sworn in until yeah. January twentieth. So, um, but uh, Trump named Rick Perry, former uh, governor of Texas. Actually, I, I think longtime he still has governor. The, uh, I was about to say, I th- do believe he still has the record for longest serving. Yeah, I think governor it was fifteen Texas. years or something like that. Um, as the head of the Department of Energy, yeah, um, Secretary of Energy. Un- unsurprising that you pick a guy from Texas for the Department of Energy, but but when he was running for president in 2012, in two, yeah, in the 2011 <laughs> debate, it was the department he famously forgot that he was going to try and dismantle. Should Ooh. he win the election? Is it? Um, do you think it's gonna be awkward for him to walk into the Department of Energy? Like, hi guys. Yeah, remember me? Yeah, I love you guys. I'm gonna be a great boss. No, um, yeah, that's definitely an interesting pick um, coming from Texas. Again, you you think Rex Tillerson, oil, 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 natural gas, natural gas, natural gas. You think Rick Perry, Texas, same thing. But they've actually been boosting their renewable production of energy. Yeah, as we've covered, Texas has been, yeah, it's they like, got all that wind, they got all that, I mean, and God knows they got sun. diving head first into solar. Um, yeah. I think like 16% of their energy production at, in April this year came from wind, um, right. enough to power 4 million homes. So it's more diverse than maybe most people would imagine Texas being. It's still the number one oil producing state in the union, but um, yeah. For sure. Um, so... I'm not suggesting that uh, Mr. Perry was not being genuine in 2011, 2012, yeah. um, but 
I, the first, you know, because there was like he, he wanted to dismantle this agency. He said it needs to go away. Yes. I, I well, just had like to wonder. The new head of the EPA. Thing, things get said in elections. Yes, they and do. I had to wonder, like, does he actually, you know? Well, how serious could he be about it if he forgot that it's right. one of the departments he wanted right. to dismantle? Maybe it's just... probably very serious. Maybe, maybe not quite as serious. But I mean, he forgot about it. So, so yeah. it wasn't top of mind. Granted, he's probably had a lot on his mind right. in a debate, but. I mean, it's interesting, but he's got experience. Um, he's not he's not a lo- no- Nobel Prize winner like previous secretaries of energy. Oh, um, really? Or, or physicist I didn't know that. or anything like that. Yeah, I think the before Ernest Moniz. Um, oh, wow. Literally a rocket Secretary scientist. Chu, or something I think. Like <laughs> yeah, he was a Nobel, Nobel Prize winner um, or Nobel laureate. Yeah. And. Uh, it was fun. There, I, I forget the prime minister, but there was this joke a couple of years ago. It was like India's prime minister for a couple of years was literally a rocket scientist, and it was just like, ha ha. Yeah, anyway, smart, smart people um, in uh, smart positions. But I, I digress. Um, yeah. So bring it back around to our Exxon themed episode. Um, talk to me about the new CEO. Yeah, Darren Woods. Uh, it's been company president for a little for a few months now. Um, he was. The natural successor. He's been groomed for this role. Uh, he's got 14 years before he'll, he'll be forced to retire. So I, I was I wasn't going to ask, yeah. but I was thinking it. He's 51, so. so he's got some time there. And interestingly, he's um, he's from the downstream chemicals refining side of the business, ah. which um, isn't futuristic, it, high margin. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's been buoying the business lately. Yeah. And if oil prices don't come back to what they were five years, decade ago. Like if you if you see 60, 70 as the as the ceiling, um, then downstream is going to be me- very meaningful for well, this and, company moving um, forward. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's uh, kind of what's uh, Saudi Arabia with Saudi Aramco's IPO is is looking at. They want to build up that part of yeah. Aramco's business. Yeah. So that- and then reduce their own dependence on oil right. for energy. And then dump all the oil that they're not using for that into chemical, but into the chemicals and refining business, because um, basically everything you touch is impacted by yeah. a, the chemical or refining business. Right. So I mean, the, this laptop, pl- all the plastics, stuff, plastic, like rubber. Yeah. Um, I mean, granted, there are some new <laughs> technologies out there it's where it's like... not necessary, but <laughs> you better darn well believe no. that. Eighty percent of what you see in a, in a in a bedroom or a kitchen or something—it's like in the graduate when the dad is like, "Get into plastics." Yeah, plastics, plastics, <laughs> plastics. I got one word for you, and then he says it three times. It's not dead yet, it's and not. it was actually probably pretty prescient back then. So, uh, get into plastics. Well, is that when he's Arabia's... floating in the pool? No, that's when he runs outside behind the house during his okay. graduation party because he doesn't you. want to talk to anybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Get into plastic. When he's floating in the pool, he's not listening to <laughs> I, anybody. That's right. And he's like, you need to get a job, son. Yeah. Um, so, bringing it back around, I'm sure we have a few, at least, ExxonMobil shareholders uh, yeah. listening. Um, this... Least, well, not least among them, Rex Tillerson, who owns over $200 right. million. Dollars we know you're shares. listening, Rex. Yeah. Um, what... Uh, you feeling pretty good? Yeah, I mean... it. Dividends looking good. Dividends They're are the downstream. Right. Downstream is carrying the load along with the chemical side of the business. Um, Does this make you more bullish than you would have been a month ago? You know what I mean? Like well, more yeah, optimistic. because their former CEO is the potential oh, secretary of state. No, 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 so, no, no, yes, no, no, no. You can't do. It. <laughs> um, if, if anything gets repealed or eased in Russia, sanctions-wise, a significant portion of Exxon's potential future production is based there. Got it. So if anything yeah. gets freed up, that'll be a boon. Um, he's worked with the downside most of his or downstream most of his career, so that I think that's positive for this company. You mean the new CEO? The new CEO, yeah. yes. Um, and and unlike previous CEOs who 
pretty much all came from the upstream. Got yeah. So maybe bringing a slightly different viewpoint, but most people think it'll be business as usual at least mm-hmm. right away. Um, well, it's such I a would, huge. Co- yeah, like, running Exxon Mobil is like running a small country. Yeah, like, like he's not going to come in and make dramatic changes right, right away, and I doubt that he will in general. Um, I wouldn't be surprised though to see him make a, an acquisition. Like his his acquisition Just, uh, to get yeah to get things shoot running. the cannon yeah here I am here world. I am yeah, yeah so got it. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me probably not right away but um, it's not like the market is overpriced right now right cool all right well thanks for your thoughts Taylor yeah, man. have a good it. one yep that is it for us folks be sure and tune in tomorrow for the industry focused technology show and if you're a loyal listener and have questions or comments we would love to hear from you just email us at industryfocus at fool.com once again that is industryfocus at fool.com as always people in this program may have interest in the stocks they talk about and the motley fool may have formal recommendations for against those stocks so don't buy or sell anything based solely what you hear in this program for taylor markman i am sean o'reilly thanks for listening and fool on (laughs) 